Welcome to Trends with Benefits, real estate investing with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. We strive to bring an open, honest, and transparent approach to real estate investing by informing and educating listeners about the real-world benefits, issues, and challenges investors need to know when it comes to direct participation real estate. This podcast is where you can learn the latest trends, innovations, and opportunities available to help build wealth, create income, and diversify your portfolio. So get ready for another informative, fast-paced, and entertaining episode of Trends with Benefits. Well, 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 look who's back. Trends with Benefits podcast. Your host, Dale Creed Francis, and I'm looking right at Ryan Litvin, which is my problem, not yours. But in at any rate, we're going to get started with this podcast because um, we want this to be something that is um, you, you can count on listening to for key information, valuable information, and we tie it to our newsletter. So we have Trends with Benefits, The Dirt newsletter, and you can subscribe to that for free by going to trendswithbenefits.com, trendswithbenefitspodcast.com, sorry, and just subscribe right there. Or you can go to vincentre.com, and under resources, you could subscribe. Now, see, now I'm off the hook with the producers, Anna and Natalie, because I gave that info. Otherwise, they get mad at me. So, uh, but thanks to them. They, they run this whole thing. Otherwise, what would we do? So today... We are going to cover what I think is one of the best, one of the most powerful um, podcasts and newsletters that we've had. It's based on some incredible information that was recently done uh, in a study or found in a study. So let me ask you, let me start by asking you this. Are you in the 70% or are you in the 30%? Now you're going, well, well how can, I can't answer that. I don't know what the what the data is about it. Yeah, great point. So here's what we're going to do. As we go through this, you think about it and you think about whether you're in the 70% or in the 30%. So here's what the study showed. Net high net worth individuals have one big strategy going forward and it's not playing the stock market. So there was a recent study that was conducted by fortunes, Chloe Taylor. So I don't know whether they call it Fortune Magazine anymore or Fortune.com or whatever they are. But um, Chloe Taylor did this, and she found the conclusion was that high net worth individuals are planning to pour most of their money by far into real estate in 2023 and beyond. And here's what she did. It was a, a survey study thing that was done with a group called Tiger 21 Network. May be familiar with it, may not be. So here's what they are. 1,200 ultra high net worth members. That's what Tiger 21 is. And they're comprised of entrepreneurs, investors, and executives. And as Michael Sonnenfeld, who's the chairman of the group, says, he calls them, quote, unquote, wealth preservers. So as we look at this, these, po these folks in this group are worth a collective $130 billion. And as Michael Sonnenfeld also said, this ultra-wealthy group knows better than most how to hang on to their immense assets. Mm. So this is what was talked about when um, they did their study 
and their survey. Uh, they asked them various questions. They asked them what they planned to do, and they asked them how they planned to do it. So how is this group of investors building recession-proof portfolios going forward? Well, the answer, as it turns out, is liquidity. So having enough liquidity on hand, they said, would help them pounce on real estate opportunities in the next 12 months and beyond. And they're, so they're seeking, they're also seeking ways to create that liquidity, meaning you have to, maybe you have the extra cash on the sidelines, but if you don't, it means selling something else, right? And I understand that that may require sometimes selling an asset that's down and that's hard to do, but it's actually not really that hard when you look at it um, through a rational process. If, If an investment is down, what do you think? Well, I want to wait till it comes back. Is it any different than if you moved it from that one to another asset that increases in value? So uh, that's the, a key that they talked about with them. And it's important to note that they are not seeking REITs, real estate investment trust. That is not what they're seeking. They are, and they're not seeking real estate mutual funds. But what they went on to say is that it's direct investments into hard assets versus paper assets which is the case with REITs and mutual funds. Well, that's an interesting point. Um, I recently, uh, I talked to a lot of financial advisors, um, which we're not, we're not financial advisors, but we, um, we, uh, I talked to a lot of them. Um, quite, a, quite a few of them uh, have reached out over the years and we've developed relationships, but they've been seeking direct investments for, uh, for their clients. And that's something, you know, a lot of those conversations start, Look, you know, look, Ryan, um, I'm a financial advisor. Here's the um, traditional equity options. We all know and have seen, you know, REITs and, you know, that they invest in, you know, anything that could even be outside of real estate, like property management or, you know, not actual hard asset. Um, And then I get into the conversation. I say, yeah, and and REITs are oftentimes buyers of apartment buildings and, you know, and and how those things go. And uh, so, they definitely, the good ones. I mean, there's there's financial, in my opinion, there's there's good financial advisors and there's kind of your your run of the mill uh, financial advisors that are, are maybe a little bit newer. But um, the ones that uh, have been in the business a long time understand it, have looked, um, and they understand, and they're not, um, at least from my experience talking with them, you know, looking at REITs as an option for their higher net worth investors. They're looking for outlets of direct investment opportunity. Um, into different real estate classes. Yeah, right. So I asked the question at the beginning, are you in the 70% or the 30%? Here is what the study of the 1,200 Tiger 21 network members uh, was uh, concluded. Almost 70% of the high net worth individuals said they planned to invest in real estate in 2023 with multifamily units medical and tech facilities seen as the strongholdings while office and retail premises were being avoided. They went on to say that in another poll, in comparison, another recent poll of retail investors found that just a third of amateur investors, they called them amateur investors. I don't want you to look at that like a derogative term. I'm saying this is from their report. I call them, we've talked about this, Ryan. I'd rather call them less experienced, That, but either way, 
they said just a third of the less experienced or amateur investors planned to invest in real estate in 2023. Instead, get this, favoring equities, specifically big tech and green energy stocks. So back to the financial advisor thing, this begs the question, where are they getting their guidance? You know, it's like a flip. It's like two sides of a coin on what in experienced high net worth investors are doing versus uh, lower, maybe lower net worth or less experienced investors. And m perhaps as history has shown, maybe they're not getting any guidance at all. Or, or could it simply be a case of getting the wrong guidance? Maybe because even like you said, often when you're dealing with just your paper assets, you really only can, if you think real estate, it's, it's REITs or mutual funds. Well, and that statistic, you know, what do you say about the 70 or 30? High net worth investors got there from making educated, smart financial decisions and understanding different economies and understanding different financial markets to a degree above most. Uh, and if you look at the Tiger 21 that they're referencing here, um, that's, you know, arguably an elite group of investors. Um, qualifications at a bare minimum are 20 million in investable assets uh, or net worth. And I think it's liquid, liquid net worth. Yeah. Um, but that, but even if you meet that at a minimum, it still doesn't guarantee you membership into the group um, to share collective resources and knowledge on, on finance and different investing things. So uh, it's a, it's a very highly educated group that understands markets uh, and that shift for them over the next couple of years at a minimum uh, appears to be going into direct real estate where mm -hmm. they can find opportunities. Yep, absolutely. And with their their study, here's what uh, Chloe Taylor from Fortune concluded, that when it came to stocks, the consensus among Tiger 21's members was that the bottom was yet to be hit, even after investors contended with a consistently and often dramatically faltering market throughout 2022. They still believed and believe that real estate is the focus for the majority of their money. Well, and I believe rightfully so, given the more predictable nature, in my opinion, of and controllable nature of real estate, the stability of it when done right in the right categories. Uh, and that's what you're seeing out of this high net worth group and many high net worth groups is making those decisions to go to a more stabilized asset with arguably, uh, depending on the project, good uh Good cash on cash returns. Yeah. Well, I want to remind you again that the podcasts correlate directly with our newsletter. If you would like to subscribe to that, it's a free newsletter. You can go to trendswithbenefitspodcast.com. There's a button right there to subscribe subscribe to it. Uh, or you could go to vincentre.com and look around there a little bit and under resources that you can subscribe there. Now, if you just want to learn more about Vincent Companies, Ryan and I, and so forth, go to either uh, ryanlitvin.com, dalecreedfrancis.com, or vincentcompaniesmn.com, and you can research all about us, what we do, and see there uh, what it is that we do, but also there's a lot of resources there for you. And so we enjoy sharing this kind of time with you, and we look forward to having you back with us very soon. Take care, and we look forward to talking to you soon. 
Learn more about Vincent Companies and the Trends with Benefits podcast at vincentre.com or trendswithbenefitspodcast.com. You can also give us a call at 612-424-8650 or submit questions at info at vincentre.com. And we really look forward to meeting you soon.